your face is just still. Really? Is it a good good pose or not? Oh, it's average. Welcome back to What You Will Learn. My name is Adam Ashton. I can't hear you now. Oh, fuck. <laughs> G'day, I'm Adam Jones. With our... <laughs> Today, we're reviewing Choose Yourself by James Altucher. So, obviously, from our last episodes, we were both uh, recording from Bali, but what happened to you, mate? You uh, had a bit of a, an accident on your motorbike. <laughs> uh, it's just a little innocuous uh, couple of wounds, but uh, got a little infected. Man, I'm actually sort of... I'm off the feet at the moment, struggling to walk, but fuck, we'll see how we go. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I've, I've returned so a home. Days still, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've returned back to Oz. You're oh, yeah, in so Bali. We'll see how right we go. Now... Yeah, so we're recording now across Skype, so we'll see how we go. It's the first time we've used the technology, but should be fine. Yeah, I like it, mate. So, choose yourself, James Altucher. It's, uh, mate, what do you think? Pretty good. The subtitle, Be Happy, Make Millions, Live the Dream. Yep. Uh, it is. It does kind of touch on those themes. I really like some of the chapters were were awesome. It wasn't. If you're an employee reading it, it it's you're. It's a bit uncomfortable just because, like the the facts are there, the, the disappearing middle class and how technology is coming and and all these kind of things that he covers. It's yeah, it's an uncomfortable read as an employee, but it's a it's a bloody good book and you you can learn a lot from it. Yeah, definitely. It's all about the uh, the way that the the world's changing. I guess less full time jobs, a lot more temporary or part time jobs, but also a lot more demand or or need for you to go out and do things on your own. Choose yourself. Don't wait for someone else to choose you. I guess be that a yeah. a partner, a boss, or or whatever in between. That's right. So, so chapter one, how we uh, how we gets into it. It's I chose myself. Uh, an introduction. The first chapter. Yeah, so James, when he first words, first I was started, going to die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? What was? Uh, can you elaborate on that? <laughs> well, basically, just had he had um, he had a business that he built up and sold for a couple of mil um, before the dot com boom. But by two thousand two, it had crashed. He had you know twenty other businesses that had failed. His family was falling apart. Um, he thought he was going to have a heart attack. Um, he had a four million dollar life insurance policy and thought, well. Maybe if my I'll just knock myself off and my family get the four million and I'll be right. So he's in a pretty bad place, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, he obviously he obviously got through it after he he found out uh, or found out like the value in choosing yourself. Yeah. So yeah, he's, so at that stage he failed eighteen out of twenty businesses. He changed career five or six times from software to finance to media, and uh, what he what he finally realised was. If he was going to survive and thrive, that no one else was going to do it for him. So yeah. that's where the idea of choose yourself came from. He he chose himself, and that's where he are. Uh, he now he's now living a life he couldn't have even imagined uh, a few years back. Yeah, that's a big one, and he he talks about a few um, Buddhist principles, I guess, and that he just he's grateful every day, um, grateful for the things that he has and the everything that he has in his life. And the other one he talks about is lowering your expectations. So. Uh, obviously, he'd set these massive expectations of himself of, oh, I have to build a $10 million company, but by, by lowering his expectations, he was able to, I guess, achieve those and, and find happiness. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, and then he gets into chapter two, so the economic history of the true self era. So, this is an interesting chapter. He, he, uh, he said at the start, the Gutenberg printing press was the first crack in the prison. 
It allowed people to uh, start breaking out of their solitary confinement cells by spreading ideas across large distances and allowing those ideas to mate with one another. Yeah, and just in, in terms of the, the printing press, not related to the book, but uh, uh, Seth Godin says that the printing press was made when like 5% of people could read. Um, so I guess that's a, the first stages of, of uh, a big revolution, uh, as you were, you were referring to, Jones Man. So, yeah, so for our entire entire lives, we've been fooled by marketing slogans and the masters of the universe who created them. So choosing yourself on top of that is kind of not being pushed around by these marketing slogans. You're on the other side. Uh, you, you're having control over all your choices and where you're going. Yeah, exactly. And he says that um, basically... How, how are you hearing me there, mate? Oh, I'm getting you all right. There's a big delay, obviously, when I stop talking and you start. But I'm getting you all right. Man, that Bintang looks all right as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, Unreal. Mate, so he says basically the American dream just maybe it's not feasible anymore that the way corporates have got it. He says your bosses simply hate you. He reckons everyone's boss hates them. He says that the uh, actual annual earnings for full-time workers are going down uh, in terms of real income, so adjusted for inflation. Um, and he said like credit card debt went from 700 billion in 2005 to 2 years later 2.5 trillion so almost quadrupled the debt in 2 years so that's yeah and then obviously a yeah. year after that um there was a sign of i guess the the big crash it was to come over exuberance uh and the big real estate bubble that that was that's right and he says inflation's just going to get worse and more and more to to be able to service that debt so the discrepancy between the middle and upper class or, or the lower and the upper class is going to even get higher. Yeah, for sure. So I guess... Uh, so, yeah. So, so, I was just going to say, mate, well, how do you choose yourself? Yeah, so that's the next chapter. So it's quite simply says just only do things you enjoy. So it's yep. quite easy, isn't it? Only hang out with people you enjoy do the work you enjoy, read the books you enjoy, listen to music you enjoy. Just keep choosing the stuff you enjoy, yeah. basically. Yeah, as you say, mate, it sounds easy. And he says everyone's fighting for freedom. You know, we want to quit our job because we want to be free or, you know, the man's getting us down. But he says we're already free. We just don't realize it yet. So we just have to decide and choose ourselves. That's right. So he says every time you choose something you don't enjoy, you, what you're going to do is you end up resenting that person or you'll do a bad job, you'll make less money and basically a percentage of your uh, life will be just used up doing nothing. Yeah, exactly. And so I guess his, what, what um, James Altucher talks about is his, his daily practice, which is a way of uh, he focuses on his, spirit, uh, his physical, emotional, mental and spiritual health. So he says his physical health uh, he improves by just eating well and exercising every day, just going for a walk. His emotional health is from just surrounding himself with positive yep. people, trying to cleanse the negative from his life. The mental health, he works on strengthening those mental muscles. So he talks about he tries to come up with 10 ideas every morning as a way to, I guess, warm himself up and flex those mental muscles. And spiritually, uh, he tries to do whatever he can, live in the now. So don't stress about the past and don't think too much about the future, but just live in the present. All right, so find your purpose in life. What James Altucher uh, gets a lot is someone coming up to him and saying the typical question is something like, I'm 25 years old and I'm still yet to find my purpose in life. So this is a pretty cool chapter, I thought, because he went through a whole bunch of entrepreneurs and who 
or people who started or found their purpose when they were real late in life. Yeah, so the most, yeah, and the most significant one was Colonel Sanders. So when he was 25, he'd yet to become a fireman, a streetcar conductor, a farmer, a streamboat operator, a service station assistant, and that's where he sold chicken. And then finally, he started selling chicken, and at 65, he started franchising. And so that's when he found his purpose, at, at the age of 65. Yeah, that's it. And some other ones he had were like Ray Kroc was 52 or 54 when he went to McDonald's. He had a lot of authors um, that didn't you know, write their first book till they were 50 or 60. He had one guy who like wrote 40 books. They all got rejected. Then he, when he was 93, his first book got accepted by a publisher. Yeah. And basically he so, says that, yeah, having a purpose, like looking, constantly striving for that purpose is you're, you're putting off happiness now and waiting for something in the future that's going to make you happy. Uh, and he says that you don't get to happiness by going through years and years of unhappiness. Yeah, that's right. So at 27, for James Altucher himself, he was yet to start a business, fall in love, write a book, fail 20 businesses in a row, run a hedge fund, uh, become a chess master and had yet to fail. So you're right. He, he James Altucher says he's happy that he, he may never find his purpose. What, what he likes to do is just see life as an adventure and everything he's doing, just try and enjoy that in the present and then just keep moving on to new things. And then one day he might find something that is his purpose and he'll just stick to that forever. Yeah. But at that stage, not happening. Basically, it doesn't matter how old you are either. Um, you've still got time. Yeah, spot on. Time is no excuse, he says. Yeah, phenomenal. Just do it. Uh, just do it, mate. This is, uh, this is a fantastic chapter, yeah. This is probably the highlight of the book. Yeah. yeah so definitely. at the start, he, he goes through a list of the things he likes to do and, and probably the why he's a, an entrepreneur. So should we go through those, mate? Yeah, list a few out. So the reason he does it, he likes to make his own hours. So he says most entrepreneurs waste time. It's a myth that they work 24 hours a day. So he he might do 12 hours one day, might do two hours the next. It's like he has the freedom to choose when he works. Yep, exactly. There's also you're helping people. You're helping your employees by, I guess, providing them a, a job and hopefully you're a good boss. And you're also helping the clients and the people that you're, uh, you're selling your products or services to. And uh, he deals with clients he likes only. Also, it's an opportunity to be artistic. So you're basically just creating stuff that wasn't there before, which is pretty cool. And uh, of course, make a lot of money. Yeah, that's. So he says there's more money floating around than ever before. There's like fifty trillion dollars in transactions across the world every year. So it's just up to you to choose yourself and then reach out and just you know just grab a little bit of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a lot of money floating around out there. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it, man. The, uh, some of the other things he says. He says, the middle class is dead. People are being replaced by technology. Corporations and bosses don't like you. Money won't lead to happiness. Um, yeah. And, and, he's, yeah. And your retirement plan is for shit. So this chapter was pretty yeah. similar to uh, <laughs> Tim Ferriss. It was a bit like the four-hour work week, just a less good version, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> So he says the whole myth of savings is gone. So if you're working your whole life for retirement and uh, doing a, a job you don't like for that, you know, that great day when you're 70 years old or whatever, as we were saying earlier, inflation might carve out 
the bulk of that in order to service the ridiculous debt the world's in. Mm. So in order to have cash, you need to keep doing stuff you don't like to do, which is just silly. So in his version, like the the only retirement plan is to choose yourself, and that is to start a business or a platform or a lifestyle. And then as you're doing that, you can start putting big chunks of money away that on the days you succeed. Yep, absolutely. Mate, I think you're right. It is very much four-hour work week, but probably a shorter, not as not as, uh, not as, as detailed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he says excuses. So the people who don't want to mm. go down that path or, or choose them, he, he just says to them, okay, I agree with you. But he says if someone insists to be in a prison, even though the door is unlocked, then he's just, he's just not going to argue with them, yeah. he says. So <laughs> the people who are just like stuck to the old paradigms. Yeah, I reckon the biggest one here as well was abundance will never come from your job. Yeah. He says that if you're working a, you know, if you're working a normal nine to five corporate job, um, yeah, you're not going to make the most out of, you know, family, friends, money, uh, happiness. Basically, no abundance can't come from from that sort of sort of life. He says. Yeah. So he says you can't see it now. It is hard to see the gardens when you are locked in jail. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, mate. The nine to five prison. Yeah, you got out, mate. Got out. <laughs> got out, um, mate. Uh, uh, another chapter, man. Was yeah, the specifics of uh, how to be an idea machine. Oh, there was a. Let's get specific. What should I do? I can. Let's just. Whip, well, I'll oh. whip through that. There's a few rules. Yeah. Um, basically, yep. this is basically. There's a a good good chapter here of specifics of I guess starting a business. He says. Some of the things you need to do is try and look for where you can either remove the middleman. So like say Uber has done that um, by connecting drivers and passengers together. Um, he says find something like pick a boring business. So he talks about a credit card payment. Yep. like that's fucking boring but one guy's made a lot of money out of it. Um, yeah, and the other thing is just basically, yeah, trying to, trying to get your first customers. He gives a whole bunch of ideas as yep. well for um, for businesses. So just to whip through a few of those. He says, find some kind of service that's helping people on the internet. So, you know, 20 years ago, it would have been making um, websites. Maybe five years ago, it might have been making social media. I guess find what the next thing is. Um, write a book. He says a lot about writing a book and how easy it can be and how um, beneficial it can be. Uh, yeah, they're, yep. I guess they're some of the main ones he talks about. Yeah, so that, they all kind of always point toward this idea of passive income and being able to be mobile. So if you if you do all of these kind of things, you can be mobile, move wherever you want to be, work whenever you want to and things like that. So yeah, pretty cool stuff. Yeah, definitely. So I guess after – so we've sort of gone through the, the, the basics, the crux of the book in terms of the, the physical, emotional, mental and spiritual – practices that he has and then uh, focus on choosing yourself and becoming an entrepreneur. So after that, there's, I guess, a whole bunch of standalone little sections that also contribute to this that we'll, we'll pick out some of our favorites. So, mate, you want to become an ideas machine? Yeah. So this is something he does, which is pretty, pretty cool. So he says our thoughts can make our ideal reality possible. So if you think of it, uh, have the create. If you have the creativity, big ideas become smaller and smaller. Mm. So until the point that no mm. idea is too big. So there is nothing you can't at least attempt. So Henry Ford said the classic statement, "Whenever, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're probably right. So he has this method of training your idea muscle so you can 
have better ideas and be better at actioning them. So he says, every day read uh, chapters of at least four different topics and write down 10 ideas and then elaborate on them and have like write down the first action of how you would execute that idea and do that every day, even if it's silly or ridiculous or anything, going to Mars or whatever, just write down the first action you would take. So whenever an opportunity comes, you know how to execute on everything. Yeah, exactly. That's um, and he says that because people often sit around waiting for inspiration, um, but he says inspiration doesn't exist. It's just a matter of of practice, getting your brain into those grooves of thinking of ideas, thinking of what steps to take, how can you put two and two together, um, and just yeah, con- continuous practice, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, any other ones you like, mate? Uh, another one I liked was, let me just uh, quickly flip to it. Oh, I like the one, Honesty Makes You More Money. Um, yeah. He talks about uh, Bernie Madoff, how he stole $65 billion in his Ponzi scheme. But he says that uh, aside from one or two of those sort of examples, honesty is going to make more money. And some of the things I like, he says, how, how can you be more honest in life? So he says, always give credit to um, everyone else. Don't try and take credit for yourself. Um, introduce different people. He says, don't lead a double life, uh, don't be angry, take the blame for things, do what you say you're going to do, always, um, don't gossip, make others look good, no excuses, I reckon they're all pretty uh, pretty good things to take into life. Spot on. And then, how to be less stupid, so he says like the, the wise person subtracts from their life to make it, uh, to make his brain more clear. Yeah. Uh, and that paranoia takes 50% of intelligence. So, so the goal is to be more conscious and you're the one aware of our reaction, actions and reactions around us. And otherwise you get stuck uh, doing the same thing in the no passing lane. That That's where everyone else is driving in. Yeah, exactly. That's one way to be less stupid, he says. And, yeah. and don't be perfect. So he, he brings up that book by Brene Brown. Uh, what was it? The Power of Imperfection or something. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's 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 all stuff, man. Yeah, so there was obviously a whole bunch of other chapters um, in here that we won't won't go into. They're all pre- they're all pretty good. What do you think of the book uh, on the whole, mate? On the whole, it was uh, yeah, it's a good book, man. I, I enjoyed it. Got to learn learn quite a bit, especially that just do it chapter. Uh, it was obviously like a whole bunch of blog posts from him. It didn't have it wasn't really a good flowing book mm. or anything, but it's yeah, it's worth a read for. For most people, if you really like the four-hour work week, then I think those people would enjoy this book as well. Yeah, I'd say the the first eighty pages were um, a good how-to, I guess, and then the the rest were all add-ons in a sense. But yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Um, and it's I yeah. think it's spot on, man. It's the time's coming. People have got to start choosing themselves because uh, no one else is going to do it for you. Yeah, if it's meant to be, then it's then it's up to me. It's all about just being proactive really and just start uh, yeah being creating your own life rather than just being pushed around into just little little areas and you know living life on your own terms really that's what the whole book's about and how to get there so yeah pretty cool love it mate well we got through uh despite a few technical difficulties we got through hopefully it sounds all right yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it came out all right yeah mate how the hell are we gonna do the song through skype <laughs> <laughs> we haven't we'll, thought of that one yet we'll, have we? try, we'll work out a way we'll work out a way and we'll be back in the in the same uh in we'll the work. same country next week yeah so we'll be uh, back to the good quality so mate, we'll do a song we'll oh, see mate, how we go uh, <laughs> 
What's that? We'll see how we go with the song. We'll give, we'll give it a crack. Yeah, let's sing it, eh? <laughs> let's just fucking let's do it. Let's just fucking sing it. <laughs> All right, three, two, one, go. Choose yourself. Choose yourself. James Altucher. Satulagi bintang, Satulagi bintang. Be happy, make millions, <laughs> sort of. live the dream. <laughs> sort of, bro. Choose yourself. It's okay. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> find your purpose in your life. I'm 25. I still yet to find my purpose. His response, Grand Colonel Sanders was 25. He hadn't started. KFC! KFC! Don't let one person control your life, whether it's a boss or a job or a client. Just Make do it! Make your own fucking hours, man. Make your own fucking hours and go and help people. Deal with clients you like. Honesty makes more money. Become an ideas machine. Become a master salesman. Get your ideas out there and be less stupid, man. Just be less stupid. Physical health, emotional health, mental health, and spiritual health. Disco health, disco health, abundance health, and a disco health. <laughs> Mate, was someone trying to give you bintangs? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>